I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is PsychHacks, Better Living Through Psychology. And the topic of today's short talk is the two faces of kindness. So kindness is actually a complicated construct. It's not synonymous with simply being nice. Being nice is not always kind, and being kind is not always being nice. And I think the best way to illustrate this distinction is by discussing the two faces of kindness. But before I do so, please remember to like this video and subscribe to this channel. It takes less than a second, costs you nothing, and it would really help get this message out to more people. So if you like what I'm saying here, then do the thing. Also, if you're thinking of going to grad school, be sure to check out StellarGRE.com. Use the code PSYCH for 10% off all membership plans. So, kindness has two faces. The first face of kindness is the one that's more commonly accepted. It's basically an attribute of mercy. In this case, kindness means not adding insult to injury or kicking someone when they're down. If somebody's having a tough time, it's kind not to add to their difficulties with punishment, judgment, or censure. You might even try to offer some relief as appropriate. And keep in mind that this applies equally to both other people and ourselves. It's very important to be kind to ourselves that when we fail, when we fall short of our goals, which we inevitably do, to not beat ourselves up, to not criticize ourselves unduly, and to not pile extra punishment on top of the organic pain. So that's one face of kindness, to not cause harm and to ease suffering as appropriate. However, there is another face of kindness that is less commonly appreciated. This face has more to do with loving honesty, and it does not allow other people to continue to hurt themselves unnecessarily. It is not kind to stand by while people destroy themselves. Now, obviously, this is tricky because, unfortunately, if someone has a mind to do so, there's little you can do to prevent this from happening. Some folks are so deep in delusion that they will reject that help. However, my point is that you can't really think of yourself as kind if you don't at least try to intervene in unnecessary self-destruction. This has nothing to do with a moral or ethical obligation for people to change their ways. That's a should-based judgment on how people ought to live their lives, and who are we to dictate that for others? What I'm talking about is approaching another from a place of love and truth and recognizing, without judgment or censure, that they are hurting themselves with a certain behavior. Kindness is saying that I cannot stand by and watch you destroy yourself without at least trying to bring this to your attention. Real kindness is like a coin. It has two faces. Exercising the one without the other is pathological. And we see this kind of pathological kindness playing out every day in certain cities, in certain states around the country. In San Francisco, for example, more people died on the streets from drug overdoses than from COVID during the two plus years of shutdowns. In that city, there is an attitude that it would be unkind to intervene in these people's lives, to provide consequences, structure, and accountability because they have already suffered enough. This is the first face of kindness, not kicking someone while they're down without the other. This is not kind. This is enabling. Stepping over someone's unconscious body to get into your apartment building does not support individual autonomy or human rights. It is degrading for all involved. And because it's enabling, it tends to make the situation even worse. Let's take a more concrete example. Let's say that one of your loved ones is an alcoholic. It's not kind to say nothing while this person drinks themselves into oblivion every night. 
That's enabling. When a person believes that saying nothing is a form of kindness, what we're really dealing with is a strategy to rationalize conflict avoidance. Because unfortunately, bringing up an alcoholic's drinking can provoke a good deal of reactive defensiveness. It's also not particularly kind to moralize about it and to complain that they shouldn't drink so much. Not only is this judgmental, it just doesn't work. What kindness might look like in this situation is something like, hey, you know, I really care about you. And I've noticed that you've been drinking a lot more lately and that you don't look so good. You're sleeping late, you're missing work, and frankly, you've been really irritable to be around. I'm concerned that this, that your drinking is getting out of control. And I'm concerned that if this doesn't change, it's going to negatively impact our relationship, which I value. And it may even negatively impact your health and your life. Now, the other person is going to respond to this as he or she sees fit. That's not up to you. But on some level, kindness carries with it an imperative to at least try to extend a hand to folks when they are actively self-destructive. Again, it is not kind to sit back and watch that happen. That's a dangerous rationalization. Real kindness requires loving honesty, which almost always requires the acknowledgement that people are not purely victim of circumstances and are at least somewhat complicit in their suffering. And this is actually empowering, because if they are at least somewhat complicit, then they can do something to change their circumstances, which wouldn't be the case if they were merely only victims. What do you think? Does kindness require accountability? Let me know in the comments below, and thank you for listening.